When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hello, and welcome to day two of Declutter Your Digital Life Week here on How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host. After taking stock of your current tech stress yesterday and determining your digital clutter quotient, today, we're going to do something about it. Whee, this is where it gets fun. Today, we're going to de-Vegas our phones by doing three high-impact things. Because a huge piece of what makes our phones so addictive and therefore such a disproportionately large part of our day and our attention is that they're designed to razzle-dazzle your mind the same way that the floor of a Las Vegas casino or a Chuck E. Cheese, or Dave & Buster's, which are, let's face it, starter casinos, are. The truth is, smartphones are a mini slot machine of dings, flashing lights, and a constant potential of either delivering reward, like a fun text from a friend, or disappointment, a news headline notification. So let's give ourselves a leg up and get one over on the house by snuffing out some of that whiz-bang appeal. Let's make our phones less casino floor and more like a doctor's office waiting room. Rather boring, but serviceable, nice enough, so that we don't spend an inordinate amount of time there. Before we dive in, I just want to point out that I'm sharing this stuff both from my own adventures as a cell phone owner and as the parent to a 12-year-old who has just gotten her first phone and realizing all the basic phone hygiene things that she needs to be taught. The first high-impact activity is to go on a notifications killing spree. You might not realize just how many apps are sending you notifications until you go into your settings and choose notifications. There, you can see every app on your phone and see whether each app is enabled to send you notifications, and if so, what kind of notifications? Is it a noise? Is it a buzz? Is it a text notification? You've actually got a lot of say over what causes your phone to ding, buzz, or send you a text notification. Go in there and ruthlessly turn off everything that doesn't actually make your life easier. Even if there's a notification that you'd like to keep, like, say, from a social media account, I vote for turning off all sounds so that you don't get a nervous system jolt just because somebody liked your Instagram post. I also vote for even turning off as many text notifications as possible because even without a bunch of buzzing noises, there's still a lot of stress that comes from picking up your phone after being away from it for a while and seeing a home screen full of notifications. You can also go into your text message app and turn off notifications from your chattiest contacts or from the group text that can blow up your phone periodically. Turning off notifications makes a huge difference because anything that gets you to just look at your phone is likely to turn into a 20-minute diversion into checking stuff that you don't really need to check. While you're in there, consider if you really need those apps on your phone in the first place. Could you just check Facebook and Twitter on your computer and delete them from your phone? I bet you could. I got rid of Facebook Messenger, which has been great. 
The second high-impact step to take is to make your phone a lot more boring, even when you're looking at it, by changing its visual settings so that everything is in grayscale instead of the vibrant colors that are the standard setting. In the regular mode, your phone is like a pack of Skittles, so many different colors, so shiny, so tantalizing. Once you switch to grayscale, it's like watching a rerun of a black and white TV show. Nice, but eh, boring. The only hitch here is that it's a multi-step process for both iPhones and Androids. Coincidence? I think not. The way you switch to grayscale in an iPhone is to go to settings again, click general, then accessibility, then display accommodations, and then you check color filters and tap on grayscale. For Android, you also go into settings, then you click digital well-being and parental controls, then you select wind down, and then you choose grayscale. I know these instructions are long. If you want to see them written out, head to katehanley.com blog and look for the post titled Three Ways to DeVegas Your Phone. I'll include all the tips I mentioned in this episode there. And the final high-impact step to take is to find a place to hide your phone. Reaching for the phone or cracking your computer to check your email has become almost unconscious. You see it, you don't even think before you turn it on. If you keep your phone somewhere where you can't see it, you'll interrupt the automaticness of it. Some ways to do this are to designate a drawer where phones go. Maybe one in your desk for when you're working, and one in the kitchen for everyone to put their phones in during dinner or family time. You might have to find drawers that are farther away, though, because I bet even just looking at the drawer could remind you that your phone is in there and then, phone! There's science behind this. A 2017 study in the Journal of the Association of Consumer Research found that just the presence of your phone, even if it's turned off, even if you're not looking at it, reduces available cognitive capacity. This is how the authors phrased it. They also called it brain drain. It doesn't even have to be on. You don't even have to be looking at it. And it is distracting you from being able to think clearly. So let's put it out of sight. If you see your phone, you just can't completely stop thinking about it. So hide it. Out of sight, at least partly out of mind. Okay, that's it, my friends. I hope that this episode helps you find a lot more equanimity in the presence of your phone. Remember, you're going for a doctor's office waiting room. Perfectly fine, but not all that jazzy. Because just like a waiting room, you really don't want to be spending any more time on your phone than you truly need to, at least not on a multiple-time-a-day basis. If you're in an airport waiting for your flight to board and you don't have an awesome book to read, fine, go crazy. There's a time and a place for everything, but the time and place for going down a phone wormhole is not all the time. (laughs) Come back tomorrow for some strategies for dealing with the stress that will likely arise when you start spending less time on your phone, because let's face it, it's probably going to happen. Would you like another reason to spend less time on your phone? Sign up for this podcast newsletter and every Saturday morning, I'll send the episodes from the previous week to your inbox so you can listen to them all at once. It's a great way to stay caught up without having to check in every day. To sign up, visit BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, 
and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, K-A-T-E-H-A-N. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 